Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, and welcome, peeps, to the Business Ownership Podcast. Excited to have you here today. I am going to spend the next half hour with the most amazing guest, Kelly Berlotto. And I keep hoping I say her name because I just say it wicked fast because she's awesome, and I can't wait to get to what she has to talk to you about because it's going to be phenomenal and it's going to change your life. So welcome, Kelly, and thank you for being here with us today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be on your show. It's going to be so exciting. <laughs> It's going to be super fun. So give us the 5,000 foot view of who you are and how you got to doing what you do. Oh my God, that's such a loaded question. So, um, well, I got burnt when I was only two years old. So we lived on a farm at the time and my cousins were throwing shingles on the fire and a spark came out and landed on my dress. And most people would think that, you know, getting burnt as a two-year-old to most of your body would be a horrible tragedy. But when I look back at my life and I see about all the things that I've done over the, the last 53 years, it really isn't a tragedy at all. So, you know, yes, I had to go through all the surgeries and, you know, up until I was about 20 years old, I'd be in the hospital every two years. I was teased, I was bullied, I was shunned, you know, and I had to work my butt off to get what I wanted. I never ever thought I'd get married or have kids, but I did. I did end up getting married. Uh, I'm now divorced though, happily. So, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had three beautiful kids. Uh, in the meantime, what happened was about 10 years ago was I decided that I had to make a life change. I, I met a lady who said, Kel, you need to sell that business you have and be a speaker. And I was like, why? I'm a burn survivor, so what? And she's like, no, people will be so inspired by your story. Now, at that time in my life, we were almost bankrupt. I was in a toxic marriage. I, I hated my life. We were like, you know, almost broke. And I couldn't see myself being as a speaker. And, you know, it didn't help when I went home that night and I told my former husband, I said, I'm going to be a speaker. And he said, well, who, how are you going to do that? And I said, well, I don't know, but it's going to happen. And then that night he proceeded to tell me about how difficult it would be to be a speaker. And who's going to listen to you, right? Like, you're a nobody. Like, you don't have a mega personality. You don't have any power. You're not successful. You're not rich. You're not famous. You're not anybody. Like, who's going to listen to you? I know. I know. you. <laughs> Whatever. That's harsh. Holy. Like, thanks for the pep talk there, buddy. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Right? And... But, you know, but at the time, I understand why he was saying that, because we, we weren't, we were almost bankrupt, mm. right? So he's seen a speaker as Anthony Robbins, you know, mega power, mega personality, mega successful. He's, but he's seen me as, you know, this little person, a nobody, like he didn't see my scars anymore. So he didn't see that I had a story. And so he didn't see how I could be a speaker. And then his, his last words were, well, speakers don't make any money. And so I don't know how you're going to do that. I think you've chosen, you know, a really hard thing to do. And I said, I don't know how it's going to happen. I, I just know it's going to happen. And sure enough, what I did is I got involved with Charmaine some more. And she actually got her and I both on a professional stage. And we did an Ellen show. 
and uh and it was so cool so she was Ellen and I was the guest and you know it was it was awesome and that the next day was a lady who teaches people how to be speakers and I was like okay this is cool because the night before I had gone home and said I'm going to be a speaker right I just didn't know how and so when I listened to her speak I was like oh my god I want to learn how to do that and so she came to talk to me and she said okay Kelly do you want to take my course and it was like a couple thousand bucks and I was like oh I can't afford it I don't have any money and the twins were like just like two three years old at that time and uh, she goes well I'll take payments and I was like okay and then she said well if you want you got to come to Vancouver though because that's where I do the course and I said well I can't do that. I've got the twins at home. And how am I now going to ask my husband for money, not only for the course, but then to travel and go to Vancouver and hotel and flights and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, it was just like, I can't do that. And she's like, well, if you have 10 people that want to do it, I'll do it here in Edmonton. And I was like, well, but I don't know 10 people that want to be speakers. Right. And that time I didn't. And so, um, but at the end of the day, one of the girls stood up and she said, okay, Cheryl said that if we get 10 people in Edmonton that want to be speakers, she'll do the course here in Edmonton. We have nine people. Who wants to be the 10th? Nice. Well, and thank God for that. Right. Where would and the I, world be without you as a speaker? Because that would, oh, I am so yeah. glad you didn't listen to that. I know. And so I put up my hand and I knew that, that the universe was trying to get me going in that direction. And ever since then, I won, won the Woman of Distinction. I got the medal from the Queen. I'm now a six-time best-selling author. There's been a life, my documentary's been made into a, no, my life story's been made into a documentary called Still Beautiful. And then Gorecast launched a video about me that landed 9.8 million views. And so, you know, the world just really opened up because I took that one step forward. Nice. And you are awesome at it. So give us an idea of where you're at right now. Like who do you serve and support and who's your ideal client? What do you bring to the table? Well, you know, it was really kind of fascinating because over the fall, I was like crazy busy. I had like 13 speaking gigs in two months and I was like, oh my God, like, I don't, I don't know how people handle more than this. Like this was like, I was like right running at my peak performance. And then I was noticing that from January to June, I had like four four gigs. That was it. I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, this is supposed to be my busy time January to June. And I've got like next to nothing for speaking gigs. And I'm thinking, what is going on? What am I going to do? And I started to pivot. Even back in the fall, I started to pivot already. I just somehow, I think intuitively, I knew something was going to happen. And so I started coaching people to become best-selling authors. And nice. Yeah. And I mean, I know I, I work with you on doing your book. And um, I realized how much I really enjoy helping people take their books and becoming best-selling authors. And so I started to pivot already then. So I started to do um, a live seminar to teach people how to write books. And I have like a seven-step process that I use. And so I did that one in January. And we had something like 30 people come out. And I was like really impressed because I, you know me, I don't like to do live seminars. And some, for some reason, I have this big fear around a live seminar, but I thought, okay, I'm going to have to do it anyways. And I did. And then we were going to do one in Calgary, but then COVID started to come out. And we thought, oh, no, what should we do, right? Like, we weren't completely on lockdown yet, but it was coming. So we thought, well, you know what, let's just shift it online. 
And, you know, it was so amazing that we did that because we had people thanking us. Like we had people, you know, coming like from the States and other places that we wouldn't have been able to travel to. And then plus I had a girl um, who had cancer. And she said to me, thank you for doing this online. She says, I wouldn't have been able to participate otherwise. Nice. And so, yeah. And so now people are really referring me as, you know, now they're calling me the Amazon bestseller strategist. And and so I'm really coaching people to dig deep into writing their books and becoming bestselling authors. So it's been cool. That is very cool. And for those of you who don't know, yes, Kelly was the one that got me to international bestseller with the business ownership mindset. And that has been a landslide success. So that was awesome. Thank you. And um, tell us a bit about, like, I know what it's done for me. I, I initially went in thinking, okay, it's going to be a nice fat business card. And that's really all the book is. And <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, my expectations and my standards were super low. So <laughs> anything that happened was going to be awesome, but it turned out to be way better because I was working with you and it was super fun. So give people an idea, like what does writing a book do for a business owner, especially if they're not a, a coach, an author, a speaker. What if they're, you know, they run a plumbing company or they you know, run a communications company or something like that? Well, one of the first things it does is it gives you instant credibility. So as soon as you have a book, people think, oh my gosh, like you must be so incredible. You were able to write a book. People and you still... are something incredible, by the way. <laughs> it is a feat. I'll still give you that. It is still a feat. It is. So. It is still a big job, right? You know, I remember reading your book and I was like, oh my God, your book is amazing. But I know it took you going away to write it, you know, to get away from all the distractions and everything. So the big thing is credibility. So I know like when people are introducing me as a speaker, I was in Phoenix in, in October and um, not only am I um, a six-time best-selling author, but I'm also a multiple TEDx talker. So it was really quite fascinating when they were introducing me at the event. So they introduced me to a thousand people and they said, we even have a multiple TEDx talker and a six-time best-selling author as one of our speakers at the event, Kelly Filardo. And so it was so funny that they introduced my title before they introduced my name. That's so hilarious. It, it was really like, it was really a big credibility booster. Not only that, it's also higher fees. Nice. Well, my fee went up, awesome. <laughs> right? You know, like my fee went, went completely up just because I'm a best-selling author because I'm a TEDx talker, uh, documentary about my life story right? Uh, you know, and now the Goalcast video that's got 9.8 million views, you know, people love all those credibility pieces. You know, when somebody's looking to hire you, they want to have those credibility pieces. And that's exactly what this does. But, and it is a great, like I was being a little facetious saying it was a thick um, business card, but it really does give people an idea of who you are and what you stand for. And, you know, they can kind of get a feel for what's going on and, you know, are we a good fit and, and whatever the case might be. What I found was that if it was somebody that was like a tradesperson and had written a book, absolutely instant credibility, but then they read the book and they're like, oh my God, this is awesome. You've got some great content. You know your stuff. And um, for other people that already have established businesses that are looking to go into the business ownership role, it gives you a, a higher notoriety, if you will, on that. And then when you're going to speaking events, things like that, it becomes so much easier to scale your company because a lot more people know who you are based on that, um, 
you now have a, a, a wider net to <laughs> toss, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. And what I believe for business people is I believe that they should take, like they, every business person I believe should have a how-to book. So that's a book about how to do something. So one of my books is called Self-Esteem Doesn't Come in a Bottle. And so that's how to have great self-esteem. But what's so cool about that book um, is that you can take each chapter and make that into a video. And then that becomes an online program. Or and then it, you take your business online. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's where you hire you to get people to get their business online. You put it on YouTube, right? And mm -hmm. so there's all these other components and things you can do with it. You can have a workshop, right? Right. Teach people how to do what you do. And that's the coolest thing about writing a book is that it helps you to really break down your processes and your steps of how you do things so that you can then take it to a further level. I honestly believe that, you know, I've heard many people say that your book is your most expensive business card, but really your book is your starting point. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. I really believe it's your starting point to so many more other products and services and things that you can offer. Um, my, my first book, which was No Risk, No Rewards, has actually led me to Africa. Nice. Yeah. So what happened, again, this is a business card technique, but <laughs> I was at a women's conference and there was a, a lady there who was from the Kibera slums in, not in Ghana, in um, Kenya. And so I gave her a copy of this book. And about two weeks later, she, she emailed me and she said, Kelly, I read your book. We need you to come to Africa. We just had a fire. 100 people died, 100 people lived, and we need you to come here to help the burn survivors. Well, they call them fire victims. And Ooh. so, yeah, so I, I went there and I was, we went to the hospital, we went to the schools, we, you know, we went everywhere, right? We mm -hmm. went to the firefighters, we had our own events, we had a teenager event. And it was so cool because at this teenager event, they had 150 teenagers there and they were wearing like the most ugliest uniforms right like they were rags like we won't even sell this stuff in valley village that's how wow. horrible the clothes were and so she was reading some stuff and and she was getting the girls to chant and they were saying i am me the best me i can be i am me the best me i can be and i was like what the heck going on and so i look over and here she is she's reading it out of my book i Aww. am me the best me i can be nice was, oh my gosh my book, or all my knowledge that I have is in my book, which is being used to teach teenage girls about how to have self-esteem. Oh, it's beautiful. So again, it, it took my business to a whole new level because now I also had credibility of also being an international speaker. Nice. So definitely. That is awesome. Important. So what, is, what are some of the exciting uh, projects that you're working on right now, especially when you're helping business owners or entrepreneurs? Oh my God. Well, the most exciting thing has just been like right now I'm working with Dr. Barry Laika and uh, he's actually my laser surgeon. So when I was having laser surgery done, and this is funny because when I was on my way to Africa, I was in the airport and he emailed me. He says, hey, we've got this new laser that will help you with your scars. And I was like, well, I'm fine. I don't need any help with my scars. And he goes, no, seriously, please just come see me. Like this will help you. And so for about four years, he was doing laser surgery on me. And so now that uh, he has sold his practice and he's becoming a speaker and an author, he hired me to actually do his book launch, which we're, we're waiting for Amazon final approval so we can start doing that. 
Oh, so, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That that's is kind of cool. awesome. Yeah, nice. I'm really excited about that. So That's super cool. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now that they're thinking, oh, my God, Kelly, I need you so badly right now? One of the biggest is fear. And, you know, being that we're in this whole COVID time period, we are being inundated with tons of fear-based messages. You know, like I've got friends that are sending me all these videos about conspiracies and all this stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so challenging because we're like, how, like, what is our future going to look like? And to me, it's up to us how we're going to make our future be. And so even to the point where, you know, my son said to me, he said, mom, you know, I want to start the subscription-based company. And I didn't like the idea. It didn't make any sense to me. And, and uh, I said, you know what? And we went for a drive to Jasper and, you know, just drove for eight hours. We talked eight hours straight. And I said, you know what? Why don't we start up a monthly tea club where people would get five different kinds of flavors. And then, you know, every month they get five new ones and, you know, we sell tea. And he's like, okay, let's do it, mom. And so, you know, most people would think, who's going to start a business during COVID? And to me, it's the best time to start. Absolutely. Right? Because we have the time. You know, we're in an age where marketing is free. We Mm -hmm. don't have to spend money marketing. We really don't. You can if you want, but you don't have to. You know, based with the internet, I mean, we we can market for free. And so I just say, like, don't let your fear stop you. Like, let it move you forward. And, and I get it. We're, we're, we're based in fear. And I still remember the time when I was getting my blankets made. And you, you know the story. So this was about five years ago. And I was really concerned because I needed to raise, I think it was like $15,000 to get, you know, a bunch of blankets made. And my blankets say, you are loved, you are needed, you are wanted. And they're a painting of mine. And I wanted to get these blankets made so that people could sponsor a blanket and then we would give them to the kids at at burn kids at summer camp. And so I was thinking, how am I going to get this money? And all I was thinking about was how, well, if I'm ordering from China, what if I give them the money and I don't get the product or I don't like the product or, you know, what if they screw me somehow? And, And I was thinking about all these things. Oh, what if I can't pay my investors back or what if people don't pay me? And I had all these fear based things going on with me. And I ended up watching the documentary that um, Wayne Dyer did, and it's called The Shift. And so that night I watched it. And and in it, he says, if you do everything, anything you do in fear will never happen, will never work. But when you do it out of love, it'll work. And so what happened is I thought, oh, my God, what if someone gives someone my blanket and it makes them live? nice right and i thought uh for example i have a story where you know a really dear friend of mine passed away not uh 85 days ago and the reason i know it's 85 days ago is because her husband just posted something on facebook and he said 85 days ago she passed away and when she was dying of cancer they had wrapped my blanket on her and i thought oh my gosh this is this is why right? Like this is what the blanket's all about. It's about helping people to know that they are loved, needed, and wanted. And so when I started thinking about all these beautiful things that could happen with the blankets, all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, I got to do this. Like, how can I do it? And you know, because you know all about handling stress and there's a stress that will stop you 
and there's a stress that will empower you. And that empowering stress will make you do things you've never done before. So what did it do? It made me reach out to people who I knew who were wealthy, who had money. And I kept thinking to myself, okay, wealthy people are looking for ways to make investments. And some wealthy people want to help out a charity or they want to help out people, right, that are in need. And so I phoned up a couple of people and even a guy I went to high school with, and I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. I am trying to raise money to get all these blankets made in China so that, you know, we can give these blankets to the kids, you know, the burn kids at summer camp. He said, how much money do you need? And I told him, he goes, okay, come pick up the truck tomorrow. Nice. Now I could have let the fear stop me Mm -hmm. or I could have shifted my mindset and started to think about all the good things that were going to happen if I had these blankets. And then that was what empowered me to move through that fear and, and work and get, take action. Nice. So tell us a bit about the, I want, I want to hear more about the book thing that you got going on. Cause I know that you help people to become um, best-selling authors so um, if somebody's out there and they want to write a book and they're like, well, I'm not sure what, tell us a bit about your system and how it works and, and how it alleviates their fear of <laughs> whatever's going on for them, stopping them from writing their book. Okay, cool. So I've been doing some surveying and talking to people and figuring out, okay, what is it? What is the biggest challenge in writing a book? Why are people not starting? And that, that is the biggest challenge is that most people don't know where to start. And so because they don't know where to start, they don't start at all, right? So the, the, it's funny because I, I said this to one of my coaches. He goes, well, what is, what is the number one reason that people don't, like, how can people start? And I said, well, get out a pen and paper and start writing. That is the number one way, just get started. But, um, and that's a funny way, but anyways. What, one of the things that I encourage people to do is to actually record their story. So in fact, that is something that I'm going to be doing next week is because I want to put together this online program. So I'm working with another girl and she's a videographer. So we're going to actually record the seven step process that I have. So the first step is really to figure out what is your why? So why do you want to write a book? Is it because you want to make an impact? You want to make an income? Is it because you want to leave a legacy? Do you want, like, what, what are the multiple reasons that you want to write a book? Uh, the second step is to, um, what kind of book do you want to write? Right? Is it a memoir? Is it a fiction? Is it a nonfiction? Is it a business book? Is it a children's book? Like, what, like what kind of book do you want to write? Uh, and then the third step, what's the third step? <laughs> the third step is to, you know, to, to write your outline. So once you know what kind of book you want to write, then you figure out what your outline is. The fourth step is to start doing your research, right? Gather all your content. A lot of times we think we don't have a lot of content, but we actually do. We have a ton of content. You know, you you can include letters or articles or blog posts from other people. You can interview people, right? Like, you know, Michelle, you could take all the interviews that you're going to do and make that into a whole book just by getting all of the interviews transcribed, right? It'd be easy super easy way to write a book. The fifth way or the fifth step is to of course get your cover made. But I actually do my cover way up at the front. As soon as I know my title, I will get the cover made because it just makes it feel so real and you can start marketing it. 
so you can start getting pre-orders. And you know, Michelle, I love what you did because you know you put up your two different covers and you got people to vote on them. And what that was really subconsciously doing was getting people excited about her book. It was getting her tribe to know what was going on and waiting for it, right? They're just like, oh my gosh, I get to be a part of Michelle's book and helping her pick the cover. And it was so fun watching everybody comment on what they like better, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then of course, the next step is to get it edited. And if you're gonna spend money on your book, this is where you need to spend your money. You need to spend money on getting it edited so that it doesn't have errors and it sounds professional. There's nothing worse than going on Amazon and somebody puts on a review that says, your book is full of errors, don't read it. So, and that happened to a friend of mine. Yeah, it happened to a friend of mine just not too long ago. And then of course the seventh step is to go to kdp.amazon.com and that's where you can get your ISBN number, you can put in your topic, your description, the categories, the book cover, the interior file, you can pick how much you want to sell it for on Amazon and then you just submit it to Amazon and then they let you know. And that's wow. And you <laughs> in 10 minutes. <laughs> You've almost just given away all your secret sauce. I mean, really, somebody could just go out now and go, oh, okay, I totally got the formula. This is awesome. But I don't think they realize yeah, they how many. Know, they don't know my formula to get the, the bestseller status. I just gave them the formula to. To write, write the book. The book. Well, but there, <laughs> and there's still so much more to it than that. It was the, yeah. what do I do now? And what do I write about? And what do I talk about? And how do I do this? And how do I transition from this to that? And how do I make it sound like I'm not a rambling <laughs> idiot? And <laughs> there's so much more to it than that. You make it sound so easy. And I love that. <laughs> that is awesome. Is. So, I mean, peeps, if you haven't figured it out by now, I, I think you should know how this directly helps you with the strategies, especially the marketing side of things and being able to just to attract a bigger audience and to have more influence and to, you know, figuring out again, it all comes back to why do you want to write the book and, and then bringing that strategy in. And what I find really cool is I know people that run like awesome businesses, they're doing great. They go, I want to write a book, but I want to write a kid's book. And I wanted to have pictures and I wanted to have videos. And it seems so absolutely left field, but they're garnering a huge audience going, oh my God, you're brilliant. This is super fun. And what do you do? And, and it's still feeding into kind of the business because, I mean, it, all of us relate to kind of the happy little kid in us, even if we're not necessarily reading little kids' books, but we know somebody that does, or we just, he's such a good writer. You, <laughs> I'm just howling at his stories even though like I don't have little kids right now, but I'm appreciating him and his COVID experiences with his little kids and fully appreciating the fact that I don't have little kids right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's been super fun working with him and, and getting him up and running and hopefully you guys connect because I know there's a ton that you can do for him and help him out on that end as well. Um, well and you I, know, one of my friends, what she did is she took her kid's book and she's made a puppet show into it. And so now she has this puppet that's going on YouTube and all of a sudden all of these places are contacting her because they love this puppet show that she's doing. And so it's so cool to see where she's going in with this little puppet. That's hilarious. <laughs> it is. <laughs> now that's left field. It is. 
I'm not sure if that's the left field that many of our uh, my listeners are going to want to take in their businesses and going, hey, honey, guess what? I've decided I'm shutting down the business. I'm going to start a puppet show. I think people might have a little more adverse effects than even your ex had. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And I've, and I've seen her puppet show and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so brave. <laughs> That is awesome. So do you have any events, um, well, like evergreen events? Because I don't know when people are going to be listening to this. It might be on the release date. It might be a year from now, two years from now. So, well, you know what I do have is I also have a, I have two things. So one is I have the sevenstepauthors.com. Okay. And that mm-hmm. is where they can get my free, this is so cool. I actually did my dating book. Did I ever tell you about my dating book I did? So no, my dating book is called the five types of men on the dating sites and how to spot them. So if you go to the seven step authors, I talk about how I created this book in three days in three steps. And so they can get access to that. And it's a cute little book and, and it's also a bestseller. So it's kind of funny that it made a bestseller, but um, so definitely they can do that. And the other thing they can do is I actually have a blueprint. So the, the blueprint, if they go to 1877-414-1768 and text the word blueprint, they will get the seven steps that I just talked about. Oh my God, you are so cute. <laughs> you know, there's this thing called a printer, right? <laughs> like, no, let's play. Let's take crayons. <laughs> You're know, international best speaker, <laughs> international best writer, TED Talk speaker. Let's play with crayons and show people what they can text. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just <keeping laughs> real. I love you. You are awesome. I know. I don't. I don't have all this professional stuff that most people have. So, and I don't have a printer, and I don't. I have a small house, so I don't have room for a printer. And you don't have so. any pretense. That's what I really like. Is you just don't have I any know. pretense. It's I awesome. mean, if people don't think I'm a professional enough, oh, well, I've got all these other credentials that prove that I'm a professional, so. <laughs> I think that's why we get along so well, because it's the exact same thing. It's like, really? Really? Did you just say that, Michelle? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> you can't I did. Well, you know, go on. <laughs> go your own way. We're all good I, with that. I've got to beg for forgiveness lots. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. So give me the website again for the book. Where do they okay, go? For the book, it's a sevenstepauthors.com. Sevenstepauthors.com. And the seven is the number seven. So number yeah, seven. It's the number seven step because it's seven authors. steps, right? So seven step authors. And uh, the blueprint is one eight seven seven four one four one seven six eight. And so they just text the word blueprint and they can get that. Nice. So peeps, depending on where you're listening to this, if you, I will make sure that I post those, that information down below, wherever we are, if it's on the website or whatever, if you don't happen to be listening somewhere where you can access that, just go to awarenessstrategies.com slash blog, and we'll make sure that you get links, those links, clickable links to that next to Kelly's information. So just search Kelly and you will find this interview. Awesome. Well, let me ask you this, Kelly. At what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become a successful entrepreneur? Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't even know how to answer that one because 
<laughs> you don't even know if you're there yet. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know if I'm there yet. And if you would have asked me last night, I would have had a whole different answer than what I have now. <laughs> you know, it was Somebody a good thing that, that today was today was busy. So it was really good that I couldn't have those horrible thoughts that I had last night. But <laughs> um, you know, I think I think a lot of it is when I actually started to reflect on the, the things I've accomplished. You know, like when my Goalcast video went this week or last week from 9.7 million views to 9.8 million views. It was like, oh my God. Oh like no, a- you're not successful at 9.7 million views, but at 9.8, oh, that's totally different. <laughs> it is. You're hilarious. <laughs> okay. Well, and it's funny because a year ago, I remember when they first posted it. Mm-hmm. And so my daughter and I were watching and she, she's texting me, mom. It's at a million views in six hours. <laughs> nice. And we're like, oh my God, like that is just so incredible. Right? That and, is incredible. You know, and I think success is an ever evolving thing. So I think, you know, one of the cool things that I love about, you know, success or business is that, you know, people always ask me, where are you going to go next? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know what's next. I mean, I've, I've got all these accolades and, you know, a documentary and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know what's next, right? But I do know that there's more. And so that's what I'm striving for. And I'm striving for the more, like what's next? I'm open to opportunities. And so I love, you know, I love being able to just, you know, be flexible enough to do what I want to do. And, and that's what I want to encourage everybody to do. Like with this whole COVID thing, a lot of people are just being stopped dead in their tracks. And there is unlimited possibilities. You just have to be open to it. And that's why I love what you do, Michelle, because you really help open people up to the possibilities of so much more. Nice. That's what we're here for. That's awesome. Right. Well, I, I could sit here and talk to you forever. You know I could, but I will <laughs> take it into <laughs> this and we'll get all of our peeps off to their week because I know that they have things to do. So hopefully you got some great ideas off the show today that you can take action on. Go ahead and download uh, Kelly's book for sure because it'll have a ton of information on it and text her as well. So this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us. And if you know anybody who would make a great guest for the show, or if you have questions or topics you'd like me to discuss, please reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm everywhere and I'd love to hear from you. Thank you and have a great week. Thank you too. Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.